0: welcome to the who we become podcast i'm andrea carl your host this podcast is about leaning into discomfort practicing vulnerability standing in empowerment and holding space these principles will help you put yourself first speak up stand tall and maintain the best version of yourself welcome let's get into this episode hey beautiful thank you so much for coming back to part two of taking care of you in a toxic workplace i think this really needs to be talked about more often at least when i was at this particular job a couple years ago was it a couple years no yeah i left at the end of 2022 but anyway um it was like taboo for Certain people to be held accountable for their actions or their responses their behavior and to me like how is that? Healthy, how is that? Okay, where only some people could act a certain way and for me it became really important to Protect like my energy and then unfortunately, you know, we make friends at work and then sometimes Things or people, subjects, conversations, they drive a wedge between you and a good friend or, you know, between you and your boundaries. You don't keep boundaries that you thought you were going to keep, boundaries that you said, you know what, I'm not putting up with this X, Y, Z. And then for whatever reason, you end up um, letting your boundaries fall. And if you fall, you get right back up, right? But I just want to keep talking about this because I didn't cover completely everything. And I figured I would share a little bit more. And one of the first things is that if you, for some reason, are at a job, you have to stay there until the next opportunity because you have bills or you're taking, you know, you're responsible for a household or something. Don't forget to take care of you. It is okay to go to therapy, to go to counseling, if you have to journal. When I was at this job, there were a lot of times where my notebook that was supposed to be for note-taking to help me learn my job, once I learned my job, what I was doing on a daily basis, and I learned that there was really no room for growth at this company because they... Everyone, it was a type of environment where, okay, you're here to do this one job and there's really no type of promotion opportunity or opportunities to be transferred anywhere. Once I learned that, I was like, okay, well, this notebook is just for important notes. Aside from my sticky notes, I'm a huge sticky note fan. Like I love post-its and I started using this notebook for journaling If someone got on my nerves or my boss said something rude to me or did something that I really didn't like, it rubbed me the wrong way or whatever, I would go back to my desk, you know, afterwards or whatever, and I would journal and I would let, let it all out because sometimes it couldn't wait until going to therapy or talking to my mom or my sister on my lunch break or one of my best friends or something, you know, and don't get me wrong, sometimes venting to a friend or family member, it can be a saving grace sometimes, but we also don't want to drain someone else's energy with our drama, right? So, you know, we have to be mindful of that. And that was something I I look back on and I'm like, wow, I probably drove my mom crazy sometimes calling her like, mom, oh my God, this person said this, and they said it this way. And my mom is like, you know, Andrea, sometimes people, people are just going to be that way and you can't change them. And it was, it was what I needed to hear. (laughs) It was definitely what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear in the moment, but you know, I'm grateful for that. But don't let a toxic boss or coworker come in between you and your people because I think that that happens very often at least that's something I saw here and it was it was crappy because I mean if you if you get along with most of the people that you work with I mean I'm not saying you have to go to lunch every day together or go hang out on the weekends or whatever but it's nice to get along with those that you're surrounded by in the workplace. Because, I mean, nobody wants to be miserable at work. And with that being said, you know, be careful if you decide to make friends at work. I'm not saying you can't make friends at work, but feel people out. You know, start off with small talk. I'm not saying, you know, I talk about practicing vulnerability, but don't just go and tell someone your whole life story. You don't know the character of that person. Are they going to go to the next person, go to their work bestie or whoever and start talking about everything that you've been through? Like, oh my God, my boyfriend just broke up with me and it's been horrible and this and that. And then you find out through the grapevine that this person went and told somebody else when you thought you were confiding in that person obviously you cannot control what that person does. When you confide in anyone, you obviously have trust enough to tell them something that is personal about your life or whatever you need to talk to someone about. But if that happens and someone breaks your trust, then take that and remember it. Don't go back and trust that person again because they they showed you their, their integrity, where their integrity is at. Especially if you said, hey, in that conversation and you tell them, hey, I, I really need somebody to talk to, somebody that I can trust. And they say, oh yeah, you can trust me. And you ask them for that conversation to stay between us. And then they completely disregard that then, you know, you have to, you have to take that into consideration the next time you interact with that person, the next time there is a conversation taking place. So are you going to keep your future conversations, your future interactions completely work related, professional, or are you going to keep, you know, letting your guard down? And for me, that was hard because I made really good friends in this office and some of them I did not stay friends with, and that's okay. I do take some responsibility for that because I let our boss creating drama in the workplace get in between that. Now, what if the other person, my other friend at the time, if they were choosing to also, you know, do the same thing, then it's on both of us. But, you know, relationships are a two way street and you know friends come and go i i remember a good friend telling me years ago when my boys are really small telling me that you have friends for a season friends for a reason and friends for a lifetime and that's always stuck with me she told me that and i was like damn she's right because not every friend that you make is going to be there for the rest of your life some of our friends teach us lessons and that's what i learned a lot at this workplace But I also had friends that I still talk to till this day. And one of them even came out to Florida. We hung out, went to the beach. It was amazing. You know, sometimes the unexpected relationships, friendships come along right when you most need them. And you guys support each other and hold each other up on the tough days at work. And that's always an awesome thing because you don't. You don't know somebody's character, right, when you first meet them. So you have to appreciate the good ones. And if someone was your friend at work and you're no longer friends, then you have to appreciate the good times and the good memories, the friendships that you do that you did have. And if you mess up, apologize. Because I didn't always apologize. And I know that there was one in particular where I said, you know what, if I did anything, said anything to hurt you, i I really am sorry. And unfortunately, my words got misconstrued, but that was out of my control. At that point, it was too late. I moved on. We can't dwell on things for too long either because then we're just going to stay stuck. And you can stay stuck for a little bit, but pick yourself up, you know, and keep going. Okay, and speaking of toxic bosses and getting quote unquote in the way. So I had a supervisor. One of these supervisors was very much into gossip, loved to share people's personal information with other people who are, you know, around the office who had no business knowing. This is a supervisor. If you go and you tell your supervisor, Hey, I have a family emergency. Oh, what's going on? You don't always have to tell that person, especially depending on the type of job, like depending on the formalities of this job and reporting certain things. You really don't, nobody needs to know anything that's going on with your personal life if you choose not to share it. It's not their right to know, is it? Really? This supervisor, I remember, this is the supervisor where in part one I talked about the supervisor saying really unkind things about me, really inappropriate, and I could have had this person investigated, I didn't know any better, went up the wrong channel. Anyway, there was a time where I was going to be taking my kids on a road trip, and I put in my PTO. I submitted my PTO dates and everything, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to be out of town." Probably my first mistake right there was, "I'm going to be out of town," because it wasn't that person's business. Not that I really gave away too much detail, but all of a, all of a sudden, this person was really intrigued and wanted to know what I was up to. Yet, in the next breath, they could have been saying something ugly about me. So. Again, we cannot control what people say about us, how they feel towards us, but we can control what we share with them. And when you share enough, some people may want to um, sabotage or I don't know, sometimes people are just nosy. I think this person really was nosy, but also, I don't know, I don't know, but this person wanted to act like a parental figure to me all of a sudden and ask me to text them and say, let me know when you get there so that I know that you're safe, especially you by yourself with your kids on the road. And in my mind, I was just like, okay, well, I have family for that. I have insurance, you know, like I have an emergency roadside kit in my car. I have a first aid kit in my car. I don't go anywhere with those because that gives me better peace of mind when I'm driving because I don't know what other people have and I don't know how soon uh, first aid can arrive if I need it right so that's just me and if you don't have those things in your car I encourage you to go out and get them right now <laughs> or order them on Amazon or something you can get like amazing kits for emergency situations to have in the trunk of your car or the back seat whatever but Anyway, I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll let you know. Because after a while, I had learned this person's character, right? And not that it was a big deal, but I was just, I had it in my mind. Like, I was keeping in mind, you know what? This person really doesn't hold um, information to themselves. Not that it was a big deal. Like, if people knew, oh, Andrea's going to take her kids on this road trip, she's going to be here. But I'm just not that type of person where I tell everybody I'm not going to go on the Internet either and say, hey, we're going on this big road trip. I usually am posting that stuff after the fact because there's stalkers out there. I'm not saying I have a stalker, but there's just crazies out there. Right. So for me, for my own safety, that is my train of thought. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll let you know. Did I tell that person? No. But sometimes you have to take that approach with a toxic person at work where you're just, in your head, you're like, why do you wanna know any of this? What do you care? Because of how they've treated you already in the past, all of a sudden they care, all of a sudden there's a change of their character, their moral compass. Yeah, no. Uh, like they say, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So by now I was already catching on, like, eh, I'm not gonna tell this person too much. I mean, it got to the point where, when I found out I was pregnant with my last kid, I didn't tell anybody like people just found out because I showed up with the belly one day, like all of a sudden my belly started showing and it's like, yep, I'm pregnant because I didn't care to tell these people because of how they had treated me in the past. And I don't know. It was just, I don't know. Professionally. Yes. I did tell my boss like, Hey, I'm eventually going to be on parental leave, you know, applying for these benefits, blah, blah, blah. But aside from that, I don't need to tell you the gender of my baby, my plans for my birth, or any of that. It has nothing to do with you. I'm just here working under you because we happen to work at the same workplace. It sucks when you have to have that type of mentality at work, like on the defense, kind of, you know, protective mode. But I know some of y'all out there have either worked in an environment like this, or you may in the future, like... I did. I didn't know what I was walking into and it was a huge wake up call, but it happens and it's about who are we becoming from it? Who are we becoming in the moment? I mean, how do you want to respond to these situations? You know, so, you know, just be aware of yourself. Like I've said before, know who you are so that people don't influence you to be out of character or to hurt someone else. You don't know how someone's past is or their mental state. You know, these days, a lot of people have mental health issues. Like a lot of us have mental health problems and not all of us manage them well. Some people are weaker mentally and some people are very mentally strong, but not everyone is the same. So also with that, you know, be careful what you're saying about people in the office. Just like, you know, it's the golden rule. Treat people how you would want to be treated it was just all in all a big lesson for me. I walked away promising myself like I made a genuine promise to myself. You know what? If I ever work again for someone else, then I will be keeping this promise to myself that I will not fall into these drama, toxic, um, you know, behaviors. I don't. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm going to completely stay neutral. And if somebody brings drama to me again, I'm going to stay neutral because there were people in this office that I worked with and they had like that one good friend at work that was like, I guess, their highlight of the day, you know, that one person you could trust. And then everyone else, it was just like, oh, hi. You know, kept it casual, kept it cordial, professional. But I had, I can't tell you anything about those people, their personal lives. And we sat several deaths away. That's who I aspire to be the next time because it was so much wasted energy. Like I probably, like a couple of my gray hairs that I have now are probably from that job. I can't do anything to change it. You know, it's whatever. But it's just one of those things where I was just like, wow, I I grew so much as a person and I really learned the lesson of, you know what, if you're going to do this work and you're going to practice it, then really practice it in all aspects, not just your personal life. It needs to be in my professional life as well. And so that was the promise I made to myself. I I promised myself that I'm never going to fall into that hole again. You know, I may here or there have to vent you know, when I come home or whatever, but I'm going to keep that shit at home. I'm not going to be doing it at work and then hindering my progress or my potential for an opportunity to arise. Right. Because people do pay attention to that. Who knows? What if what if one of my supervisors was planning on giving me an opportunity for something? I don't know what maybe taking lead of a project or whatever it may have been. And then they saw that I was caught up in this drama in the office and then they changed their minds, you know, who knows? But anyway, that is the rest of it. That's all I really have to share. And also just remember, this doesn't, this isn't always work related. This can, this really can go with any other aspects of life. If you just have someone in your life that you have to interact with and they are like this, then, you know, I hope that this helps. Um, find me on Instagram and message me. Let me know what you thought. I would really love to hear about your experiences. And did you come out stronger for it? Or do you wish that, you know, you change something? Let me know. I want to know. So that's all I have for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it.